I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we don't have a lot of stories, but they are longer ones. So let's go ahead and jump in because I'm hoping that this won't be a 15 minute episode for you guys. First up, a mini story though. So while we don't have a ton of public knowledge about the Chinese balloons that were downed recently here in the U.S., we did find out that at least one of the balloons was remote control operated, which is fascinating to me personally that it wasn't necessarily pre-programmed or like a planned route necessarily. Someone was controlling it the whole time and they could see something interesting and head that way and, you know, make decisions in real time. So pretty crazy piece of information. We'll keep you guys posted about all the balloon facts that come out. So next up, the elephant in the room, you guys. (laughs) Trump was obviously not arrested on Tuesday, as he had proposed that he would be. That said, we did see the Manhattan DA's office putting up barricades around, around their offices. So it is unclear whether they're doing that because they're about to arrest Trump or because Trump told all his followers to protest. But either way, it's definitely not a good sign. That said, there was supposed to be a meeting of the grand jury yesterday, Wednesday, but it was canceled. No one seems to know why, but it definitely could be just like a very benign scheduling reason or something along those lines. But people close to the subject say that there is at least one more witness they are supposed to hear from, if not more. So it's unlikely that an arrest would be today as they would need time to hear from those witnesses, maybe plural, maybe singular, as well as going to discuss and vote. In order to uh, charge Trump, they would have to have a majority of the jurors agree, just a simple majority, that Trump should face charges and that would give the DA the green light to go and arrest him. So that's how it would go down. That said, Trump is facing some not so good movement in one of his other legal battles, specifically the special counsel case. A judge ruled that Donald Trump did deliberately deceive his own attorneys when it comes to the classified documents that he had in his possession down in Mar-a-Lago and therefore the quote-unquote crime fraud exception can proceed. 
to be clear, this was not a judge saying that Trump has for sure committed a crime, but it's a judge saying that the Trump lawyers would have to testify breaking attorney-client privilege because it's relevant to this case. It's also the judge saying there's enough evidence here to make a case, so we're going to hear that case. The Trump attorneys have already appealed the decision, but the court actually stayed the ruling. So this is definitely a major road bump for the Trump team in a completely different case. We'll keep you guys posted on all of these various Trump legal proceedings. And now over to L.A., the L.A. schools. We have to talk about the strike that's going on in Los Angeles. So the schools in L.A. have been undergoing some serious turmoil as of late. The employees, not the teachers per se, although some of them are striking in solidarity, but more like the janitors, bus drivers, or cafeteria workers are striking because of low pay and poor working conditions. Thousands of Los Angeles schools have been closed and hundreds of thousands of students and families have been affected. Working parents have been scrambling for childcare and low-income families are trying to find money for lunches that were previously covered by school vouchers. According to CNN, those striking are asking for a 30% pay raise plus an additional $2 an hour over the next four years, Increased employment hours for part-time workers, a 23% reoccurring pay increase plus a 3% cash-in-hand bonus, a $20 an hour minimum wage, full health care benefits for those working at least four hours a day. As of the time I'm writing this, there has not been any resolution to this strike. Today is the last day of this three-day protest. Let's hope that both sides can get at least to the negotiating table and figure out something that makes sense for everyone. Stay tuned. And last up for today, we are discussing... Gwyneth Paltrow on trial and by that I mean both in a literal courtroom and on TikTok for questionable interview practices. So let's go ahead and start with the TikTok outrage and go from there. So Gwyneth Paltrow, it seems, gave an interview with a Dear Media podcast where she was asked about her wellness routine slash her diet. And it felt like, you know, kind of a what you eat in a day kind of question. In response, she said that she typically will fast until noon having only coffee. And she said she doesn't like to spike her blood sugar, so I'm assuming She doesn't have anything fun in that coffee. And then she will have bone broth for lunch, then an hour-long workout, then an hour in the sauna, and then has, quote, lots of vegetables, unquote, for dinner. I cannot make this up. To which TikTok responded, "Um, ma'am, that is not wellness. That is sickness. She talks about how she also likes to have IVs in this interview to get her vitamins. And many people online were questioning why can't she just get those vitamins from 
her food. She's not eating enough. And people definitely were critical of her appearance. You know, they were ruthless about her appearance, just saying, you know, she had aged and she was gray in the face and dusty and all, you know, they were mean. They were mean about her appearance. But what's more, people were probably the most critical of her for promoting these kinds of eating habits as wellness when they could be considered disordered and dangerous to all the young people who might look up to her. But then we heard other people saying, oh, well, she's only talking about this to distract people from what's really going on, her lawsuit. Oh, that's right. In the same month here, Gwyneth Paltrow is also going to court because she's being sued. You see, she's allegedly involved in a hit and run of sorts, but one that happened on the ski slopes. According to her accuser, Gwen was skiing with her instructor when she completely knocked out another skier, this retired optometrist, Terry Sanderson, who is now 76 years old. He reportedly suffered a traumatic brain injury and four broken ribs, in addition to many other injuries, including ones to his face. But the worst part is, in my opinion at least, he alleges that Gwen's ski instructor came over to him, that he and she saw that he was injured, and then just left him there to fend for himself on the mountain while he literally had a traumatic brain injury and four broken ribs. Now, Gwyneth's story is completely different. It is really important to note. So she says that Terry actually crashed into her and that she even thought he might be assaulting her when he first came up right behind her. Obviously, these stories are fundamentally conflicting because in her story, he came up behind her, but in his story, she came up behind him. Both are pointing the finger at the other person, and only one of these stories can be true. He is suing Gwyneth Paltrow for $300,000 in damages, and she is countersuing, alleging that he is just trying to use her fame against her for money. All I have to say is that if Terry Sanderson's story is true, it is horrifying that not only could they have left this man to die up on that mountain with a traumatic brain injury, but also that Gwyneth Paltrow would manufacture this story about thinking she was being assaulted. I mean, that's crying rape, which is probably one of the worst things people can do. I am inclined to think he's telling the truth only because how could someone fake a traumatic brain injury and broken ribs? All of those things would have hospital records and doctors willing to explain his injuries. So I don't think he can be making that part of it up. But if her story is true, you have to wonder, why didn't she go down and report this? I mean, if he crashed into her and she was with her ski instructor, she would have had someone there as a witness. Why wouldn't she go and report that this man was coming up behind other skiers and freaking them out? You know, why wouldn't she be the one filing charges? So it is a little confusing of how that could even be possible. Friends of Terry's say that his entire personality and demeanor has changed after his brain injury, that it has deeply affected his life and his relationships. 
this is one case where I just wish we had video footage. But for now, it's going to be a he said, she said face off. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, fear kills more dreams than failure ever could. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.